All Things Automotive with the petrol head, Niku Smith. Thanks very much to Zion. Of course, she'll be back a little later. He's on the line. He's on the couch and he has his coffee. How are you, Nico? I'm great, Michelle. How are you? I'm better than James Brown right now. It's all good. <laughs> it's such a cool song, by the way. <laughs> Maybe we'll play that uh, for you. Let's uh, put that to Zalma and Indosh that we look up James Brown. I feel good. So uh, please look it up, ladies, and we'll see if we can play that one for you, Nico, just because it does make us feel so good. <laughs> Nico. Yes. Um, what's the agenda for today between now and nine o'clock? Talk us through it. Okay, so um, we, we have a lovely question um, mm-hmm. um, that we have to start with. Yes. And then, then I've got some interesting car tech that I want to tell you, things that are interesting in the car industry or interesting things that I've um, come across this last week. So shall we start with a question? So let's start with a 52-week challenge. Let's, um, have you got your clock timer hang going? On, hang on, hang on. Let me just grab my watch. Okay, so I'm going to count you down. In three, two, one, go. The lucky Alan, Roger, Roger, Polly, Temba, Hans, Jet Crew, Ian, Hans, Fish, Lucky, Ranjay, Radishi, Rod, Golani, Temba, Gail, Ray, Anthony, Anthony, Nick, Temba, Kal, Mahungu, Eldred, Una, Uva, Lynn, Lynn's husband, Charlie, Ranjay, Casper, Gerald, Aubrey, Allen Award. Ooh, that's 12.5 seconds. 12.5 <laughs> seconds for the 52-week challenge. Okay. 12.5 seconds. I'm going to remember that for next week. You have to make a note of this, Nico, because I forget these things. Okay. I forget too. We've got Alan, who was our last week's winner on the line. Alan, hello. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Alan. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, but I have a confession to make. Um, I was the one who zero-rated Nico on his description of the difference between power and torque some time back. <laughs> oh, dear. There yeah. we go. He, 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 welded it, he welded a spoon to the lid of the jam jar, and uh, <laughs> he, he demonstrated, uh, tried to say that that was power. Meantime, it's just the same torque. The spoon acted as a lever and reduced the force, but the torque was the same. Remember that, Nico? Uh, yes, I did. I, I think we'll have to agree to disagree because um, the longer the lever arm, the more torque you are uh, applying. So the force <laughs> is the power, and the longer the lever arm, because torque is a force over a radius distance. In other words, if you increase yes. the radius distance, you increase the torque. Is that correct? Yes. Um, no, you just re- <laughs> uh, reduce the force for the same torque. Um, power, Nico, is torque. Multiplied by speed or RPM. Yes, that's power. Yes, that's correct. That's correct. But you can also use the same. But I think we're digressing slightly. So, so Alan, um, I just want to know: What are you? Are you an engineer or something? <laughs> yeah, in my previous life, I was an engineer. Yes. In your previous <laughs> life, you were an engineer. Well, the question is: In your current life, are you a winner, Nico? What is the question? So the question <laughs> is: What links? So what is the link between McLaren? Nissan, Lotus, and BMW. There's a, there's a big link that links these manufacturers. What is that? What links McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? Okay. McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW. And BMW. Okay. And your answer Jesus. is? Alan, your answer is? Yeah, Jeepers, Michelle, this is such a bad line. I, I didn't hear the question. I heard the first word. I think it was, was Claret, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what what is the link? What links 
um, McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW. And your answer is? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm afraid I, I can't hear the question. Is it, is it possible that Michelle, you, you can me ask on my it? Okay, well, we're going to ask you one more time, and then we move on and say, what is the difference? I mean, not as the difference. What is the connection between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? Okay. No, I'm sorry. I, no I, answer I, I, for you, Alan. Love you, no. but we got to leave you. Okay. That's Alan and that's the question. The question is, what is the similarity? Not even the similarity, the connection between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus and BMW. And if you think you can answer that question and get your name into the title of our 52-week challenge which is a huge award, then you can yes. SMS us on 41391. You can also WhatsApp us on 0614104107. 41391 is our SMS number, SMS rate supply. WhatsApp us on 0614104107. And there we have it. Nico, that's the question. Yes. Putting it out to our listeners. All it, very it exciting. We've, we've become the Google challenge. So let's see how good your Googling <laughs> skills are. <laughs> Maybe we could just get the guys from Google to sponsor this. That, I mean, really, mm-hmm. if not, yes. why not? Well, I, I think the true test of a petrol head is that if you get the question yeah. live on air and you've only got a minute to answer and you get that right, that's really the, the, like the true test of a petrol head without Google. But it's yeah. now open, so it's... I think it's a bit tricky, but let's see how, how you do with the question, if you can get it right. We're, okay. we're interested to hear. I'm going to All keep right. my eye on WhatsApp and SMS, and uh, let's see what our listeners uh, send in. Come up with. Cool. All right. So what can you tell us about? Quite interesting. Well, the first thing I saw that's really interesting is Volvo has filed a patent for a steering wheel that slides from left to right. Now, the first thing about patents, um, I think that manufacturers want to just register patent to, to save their ideas. In other words, they have an idea and they patent that idea so that effectively later on they can use it or if somebody else uses that patent, of course, then you have to pay them um, a royalty for the patent. So it's quite an interesting idea where, in other words, if, if you are sitting in the car and it's a left-hand drive country, then you can place a steering wheel on, 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 the, this, on your side and if you build a car for another country, or let's say you drive from the UK to Europe, in theory, then you can simply slide the steering wheel over to the other side so that you can then um, have the steering wheel on the, on the right-hand side. Because the reason for that is um, twofold. Yeah. If you look at South Africa, we are dri- I'm, as a driver, I sit on the right-hand side yeah. and we drive on the left. And the reason for that is, is when I want to overtake another car, I have a very nice, clear view of what's happening um, as I, in other words, I don't have to expose my whole car to see past so that it makes overtaking safer. And then the same happens in, let's say, countries like Germany where they drive on the right yeah. and the driver sits on the left. It's again safer uh, to see oncoming traffic. I've driven with a left hand drive car, for instance, in South Africa, and it actually is quite tricky. Uh, the first time you do it, it, it feels quite weird because you almost position the car in the wrong place. But overtaking uh, becomes a bit more tricky because you have to expose more of the car. So the the other problem is simply just production because you can now think about it. They have to, in a production line, change the whole dash for left-hand drive countries or right-hand drive countries. So it actually becomes quite a 
uh, uh, an expensive thing to do. Even the, of course the pedals, even you have to move the pedals from the left to the right. So um, the idea with this patent that Volvo has is that um, it makes production much easier, um, and then effectively, really, it does mean that the steering wheel isn't connected with the shaft anymore to the to the wheels. Wow. So you, you're turning the steering wheel, but there's no direct connection with the shaft. Um, and the same thing with the pedals. It's interesting that they're talking about some sort of pedal box. So uh, instead of having, you know, the pedals that we now have, so when you're now um, pressing the brake, for instance, um, you are um, effectively connected to the braking system. But the idea is to have a pedal box with things like pressure-sensitive pads or some sort of hydraulic-operated uh, sensors. In other words, the... Uh, you can have two pedal boxes on the left and the right, and whether when you move the steering wheel to the left or the right, you can then effectively just almost change the pedal box over. So in, in theory, it actually is a simple way of converting the car from left and right to right and right. So I'm trying to imagine how this would work, Nico. I mean, are you, you? I'm sitting in my seat and I have my steering wheel and my my gears underneath, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, mm. My pedals. Yes. What do I just slide across? I mean. Am I sliding across no, so the to idea, the other side? So the idea, the, probably what wouldn't happen is in, you wouldn't really, um, as a driver, slide that over. So it really just makes production easier. So if Volvo, let's say, built a car for South Africa, yeah. they'll build a right and drive car. So the pedal box goes in there, the steering wheel sits on the right, and off you go. And if they're building a car for uh, Sweden, then they simply build it where the steering wheel is on the left. But they don't have to have big production changes because simply the steering wheel can slide to the other side. But then in theory, what could happen is, let's say you are living in the UK, which drives like South Africa on the right-hand side, and you go through the Euro Tunnel, and suddenly in Europe, um, you have to sit on the other side. You can, in theory, just slide the steering wheel over, move to the other side, and activate the pedals that are on that side of the car. So it's almost like a slide, you know, a sliding thing, where the steering wheel simply slides from the left-hand side to the right-hand side. But then you have so to slide a, as well. Yeah, you have to. You stop the car. You're obviously not going to do that mid-driving. Oh, so you're not going to go through the tunnel and then slide it. You might <laughs> stop at the next filling station and slide things over. So again, this is the theory. Remember, there's no car like this. There's no currently a Volvo where it's a slide things over. But this is a patent that they've registered to say, well, this is our future plans. And in future, there might be a Volvo like this. It seems a bit pointless given that we are working our way towards driverless cars anyway. Like, it, isn't it just like a bit of a moot point well, anyway? Not necessarily because that's also a benefit for a driverless, driverless car because you can move the steering wheel out of the way if you don't want it. So you're alone in the car, but it's, a, it's in your way. You move it to the side, and when you want to drive it, you move it towards you. But I think driverless cars are, or, or self-driving cars, where we talk about level five, where you just, the passenger, is still a long way off. There's too much legislation. There's things like accountability. What happens if there's an accident in a driverless car? Imagine that. So I have a driverless car, I'm a passenger, and somehow my car causes an accident. Is it the manufacturer at fault? Am I at fault? So, so I think driverless cars, we'll, we get to check where the cars are helping us more and more and more, but I'm not so sure how close we are, especially in South Africa, to just climbing in a car, pressing a button, and ending up at work. I know that, for instance, in, in, in China, I, I've, I've actually seen now where they have um, somebody showed where there's a taxi, um, and the taxi has a, a driverless taxi, but there's still a driver sitting behind the steering wheel. Although the car, in theory, uh, would car takes you from where you, where you start to where you end up, 
there's still somebody sitting behind just watching that steering wheel and watching all the situations around it. So I'm not sure. Maybe I'm wrong. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think it's still not that close where it's just easy pressing a button from ATB. We look forward to seeing what that difference is. Let's just put that question out there for the 52-week challenge. And what do you win with the 52-week challenge? You win the enormous award of uh, glory and fame and ego by having your name on the title (laughs) of the 52-week challenge. So there's uh, quite a few names on that uh, award already, and we will continue for a few more weeks at least until we get to the end of the year. The question is, what is the connection? Is it a connection between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? What is the connection between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? We've had a couple of answers, but I think people are finding this one tough, Nico. Yeah, that, that was the idea, Michelle. I thought, okay, um, sometimes they're easy and sometimes they're really um, lots of right <laughs> answers. And I thought, okay... Let's do a little bit more of a difficult one. But if I'm honest, it's also difficult for me to get the question every time because I have to rack my brain and say, how can I make this more difficult to Google? (laughs) (laughs) And it's not easy. Google, it shows me it's impressive how good these systems are nowadays. If you know what the right way to ask the question, you could possibly get the answer. Are you a real petrol head? Is this an answer that you can just answer like that? Or do you have to go and search it up on Google? You're being rough there, hey? So, uh, I am, but I, 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 I'll give you an example. I've got a friend um, that lives in Singapore um, from South Africa. He would know that immediately. He's a, he's a, a bigger petrol head than, than I am. And if you ask him the question, he'd give you the answer like that. It's actually quite impressive. So if there are two petrol heads out there, trust me. And, uh, but it is not that easy, I have to admit. Okay, there we go, guys. We're looking for the real petrol heads. You may be one. And if you have to Google it, you know what? Don't tell us. That's okay. I don't mind. Nico, Matt, but I don't mind. It's all good. Tell us, what is the connection between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? And you're welcome to SMS us on 41391 or WhatsApp us on 0614-104-107. What's up next, Nico? So talking about Volvo, it's interesting that Volvo has actually said, and I'm not sure if this is South Africa, but they've now introduced a 180-kilometer hour uh, speed limit in all their cars. So, Jeez, so steep. If, yeah, in other words, the cars won't go faster than 180 kilometers an hour. So okay. I think this is a safety thing from Volvo. And the idea is that um, obviously the, the faster you go in an accident, the uh, the higher the forces are, and um, I think it's seen as a safety thing for, from Volvo. So um, things like Germany, where the, the autobahn limit, you can drive as fast as you can, you'll still only be able to do 180 k an hour. So it still, in other words, leaves some room where the speed limit is 120. If you want to overtake, you can still you know, have enough speed to overtake, but definitely there are some limits to how fast you, you should be going. So I think from Volvo's side, um, excuse me, they're limiting how fast the cars can go. Let's see. That's quite an interesting idea. Um, so let's see where that goes. But that's a, definitely something that Volvo is um, applying to their cars. So, Nico, it sounds like you need to take a slock of your coffee or uh, your let water. Me give, let me give. And, uh, yeah? <clears throat> yeah, just a, a, bit of, a sip of water. I think you have a froggy in my throat this morning. So, okay, moving on. Something that's interesting. Yeah is that electric cars, and recently I, I remember when I told you I drove that electric golf, 
Now, the, the, the interesting problem with electric cars is that people can't hear them. Pedestrians can't hear them. Um, so when you're driving, and blind people, it's interestingly enough, blind people also have an issue um, with hearing electric cars. Um, although I must say some cars nowadays are already pretty quiet. Electric cars, all you hear is the sound of the wheels. And as you then accelerate, the, the, the motor starts whining a little bit and you can hear it more. Now, Audi and Porsche, Porsche with a Porsche Taycan, and then um, now recently in the week, Audi actually had an article where they said, well, they're very proud of the fact that their new e-tron GT, they've come up with a special sound that it makes. So depending on the country, up to 20 or 30 kilometers an hour, and they've used um, special sound technicians, and the sound was inspired by things like a didgeridoo, a fan connected to the plastic piece of piping, um, sounds from a synthesizer, a cordless drill, and a model helicopter. And in South Africa, so it would be a vuvuzela. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So um, what they've done is they've added all these sounds to create this futuristic um, electric car sound. So when the car drives, you actually hear the sound because they now have a speaker in the front and a speaker in the back and also a speaker inside that create the sound. So when the car is driving, it actually has this futuristic sound to it that actually lets people know that there's a car on the road, especially, like I said, pedestrians or blind people actually now can hear this very yeah. and, uh, interesting sound, but it's, I think it's an interesting concept to create a sound for an electric car. So, <laughs> I'm just, someone has, uh, Colin has said, we already drive by wire technology in cars. It's only the steering that has evolved to that. But theoretically, theoretically, we could then sit in the car anywhere in the car and drive where we want to. That's going back to he's your right. story about the Colin's right. John, yeah, no, he's right. I mean, there are cars that have brake-by-wire already. Um, yeah. So that's true. And already, um, uh, elect- um, throttle pedals yeah. are not, uh, it's not a cable anymore. It's an electronic throttle. So there are cars with brake-by-wire, plus a lot of cars nowadays. I would yeah. say most. Well, I mean, let me not say most, but a lot of cars have an electronic throttle. So when you're pressing that, that throttle, you're not connected via cable to um, the engine. So that's exactly that. It's in theory quite easy. The only thing that's still a pedal is a clutch pedal. Yeah. Um, but even some manufacturers have, have, have um, now got uh, manual cars that are clutchless manual. So in other words, it's a manual car, um, technically, but... Um, the, the clutch pedal is done by actuators that opens and closes the clutch. So, so I'm a little bit confused. What does Colin, Colin mean by wire technology? Is he talking about wireless technology or wire te- What is I, wire technology? I think, I, think, I think just what he basically is meaning or saying is that there's no um, cable connection between the, the accelerator pedal and the brake pedal. So when you're pressing the brake pedal, you're not, it's, it's electronic. It's an electronic signal that is going out to apply the brakes. There's no cable. In mm. other words, in... In theory, in theory, if, if you cut off the signal between the brake pedal and the accelerator, you could press the brake, but the car wouldn't stop. That's what it means, basically. It's an electronic signal. Yeah. I must say, uh, uh, when, I, when I saw wire technology, I started to think of those little wire cars. And I was like, like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, which we do love as well. Okay, so, Nico, we need to go cracking into it because there's lots of answers. Yes. So, okay, so the question uh, is, give us the, give us the question one more time and let's go cracking onto it. Okay, what, is the, what links McLaren, Nissan, Lotus and BMW? 
Okay, we've got two voice notes. I'm going to go straight into those voice notes. Let's go with it. This is Siabonga Tiriso in Durban. All these cars are made on the same line. Hi, morning. This is Willie in Bloemfontein. I think the uh, the common thing between McLaren, Nissan, BMW and Loftus is that they are all sports cars and they are very fast. Thank you. Okay, Nico, any uh, comments? No, um, I think the second one is interesting, but um, technically um, BMW isn't all sports cars, so it's not the right answer, but I like the way he was thinking. Okay, it there we cool go. Idea. Get your voices in and loud. Someone says they're all using Toyota engines. No. Okay. Um, someone says, is it something to do with F1 racing? That's Gail in Durban, which is essentially what our other listener was saying as well. No, Gail. Not as far as I know. It's interesting because um, apart from Nissan, which I'm not sure Nissan ever raced in Formula 1, you would right, be right with McLaren, Lotus and BMW. So, but Nissan, as far as I know, never raced in F1. Okay. I could be wrong. So another petrol head would, 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 would correct me there, but I don't think so. Okay, Temba, you make me laugh. Temba says, all have been declared to have the worst car interiors at some stage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great, great answer, but not right. Uh, Temba, great answer, but not right, as you hear. <laughs> then someone else says, um, who's this? Keith and Stellenbosch says, the last time I checked, the link was their partnership on engines. No, not not exactly. No, not between these manufacturers. There's a there's a big link you'll see now, but so not exactly okay. right. Um, uh, so the link is that they all use petrol and battery to start their engines. Yeah, but that's all uh, part. Not, yeah. not right. Formula One comes up a lot. Yeah, not as far as I know. That's why Nissan is not in Formula One. Okay. Um, so, otherwise, the link with the other three would be yes. Okay. Then, um, who is this? Uh, Anthony, Anthony is like, Anthony is a bit of a petrol head here. He's won a few times, I think. Anthony yes. says Gordon Murray designed the cars for all those companies. Um, no, no. Um, actually, Gordon Murray never designed anything for BMW, for instance, but in the McLaren F1, they used the BMW engine. Um, so, no, and also, I, I'm not sure if you're uh, for Lotus, so not the right answer now. Okay, so, geez, this is a tough one. And Actually, the qu- Gordon Murray did, I think, Lotus Formula 1 cars, but nothing for Nissan. But, yeah, this is a tough one. So Okay. So, um, okay, we've, we've got, what is the connection between McLaren, Nissan, Lotus, and BMW? Um, I've got lots of F1s. Um, yes. Uh, Ndosh is telling us that we have some more voice notes. Okay, so let's see the voice notes. Don't forget to give us your name as well, hey? Um, they all have Ron Dennis in the design evolution somewhere. Okay, um, something to electrical cars. Okay, something to electrical cars, and mm, all have and, yes. and all have Ron Dennis in the design. I'm not sure Ron Dennis was a lesson ever. So interesting one, but no. And uh, what? Uh, and and then the electrical cars. Nope. Nope. That was Rory's son in Johannesburg. Jeez, guys, you get that stuff in. Um, then we have 
no, F1, F1. Naturally aspirated engines, not turbo. No, I mean, all cars at one stage had naturally added engines, so not not the right answer. Okay, Nico, I'm afraid we're going to have to hold this as yes. a, a um, for next week because we haven't Let's got one, we haven't got a winner yeah. yet. Yeah, so, so, so you, in other words, you've got a week to Google this now. Okay, wait, we've got one audio which will quickly roll out. Let's, can we do that quickly or is it going to take too long? Let's go for it. Okay, we can't we can't hear it. And then Gail Baker says Nissan developed the engines. No, not correct. Okay, nine o'clock. It means that we can't go any further. We're gonna hold the question till next week. Does this mean that this is a jet crew uh win? Yes, of course. Okay. Woo! So Jet Crew wins this week. Next week we put it to you again. Nico, you've made it a tough one. It's nine o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.